tired of the everyday grind? Want to get away from it all? Descent into Paradise. Florida. Greetings, everybody, from sunny Florida. Here's wishing you the best of everything. And it's my personal belief that the best of everything comes from right down here. Hey everybody, this is Steph from JustTodayInParadise.com and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Just a Podcast in Paradise. Me and the Dip Crew love living in the Sunshine State and it's our goal to help you plan for your very own day in paradise. Follow along as we explore the Keys, theme parks, springs, and everything in between. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so we can notify you when our new episodes are live. And as you know, we're always going to have a drink for you. And today we've teamed up with our friends at Papa's Pilar to bring you our take on their Pilagro recipe. Be sure to check out our Patreon for digital downloads of this and every other night's recipe. We're ready if you are. So kick up your feet, throw on your shades, and let's take a trip to paradise. Hi, Sarah. Hey. How's it going? Awesome. Good. Thanks for being here. Of course. Yeah. We also have the puppies in the studio. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I I think you may have heard them nesting uh, while we were <laughs> setting up the show today. I mean, I figured, you know, since it's just us, why not get real crazy and, you know, bring yeah. our four legged friends along? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, today we made this delicious Pilargo cocktail. It's so good. What do you think of it? It's so clean. I really like it. Easy to drink, you know? Yeah. Mm. Super refreshing. It really is. It's, it makes me feel a little bit more summery than it is outside right now, mm-hmm. but but it's still really nice. Uh, we wanted to utilize more of our favorite rum. Oh, that reminds me. I wanted to try something. For the last, I don't know, gosh, month or more on all of our episodes, we've been using Papa's Pilar, the blonde rum, with all of our recipes, uh, and we... Ran out of our box from Shaker and Spoon. We hit the bottom, not rock bottom. That's something different. <laughs> but but we hit the bottom of the box and uh, we were out of all those fun ingredients. So I figured, you know, that's what kind of motivated me to let's see how else we can use this bottle. Uh, and we went on to the, rest, or to the website to get the recipe. But it got me thinking. We talk about this rum all the time, but I thought it would be cool if we could go through the history of it. Uh, and then we could do a little taste test, you know? Mm, that sounds perfect. Yeah, because you always get the, like, you get the flavor, obviously, in the cocktail. But until you taste it neat, you don't get all the subtleties mm-hmm. and why I think it's so special. So, Ernest Hemingway rum is made in Key West. Shout out, Key West. Uh, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, do you know anything about him? Of course. Yeah, tell me what you know about him. So, he was an author. Yes. Artist. hmm Lived in the Keys. Yep. A man's man. Yes. You know, there is a lot of lore surrounding his life. Uh, but one thing we know for sure is that he loved his boat, mm-hmm. the Pillar. That's what his rum is named after. Pretty Amazing. cool, right? Um, you can tour the facility if you buy tickets in advance. And they even have cocktail recipes on their website like we've had today. Uh, I love their rum so much because they have a blonde rum. Mm-hmm. I think when you think of rum... You think of like darker rums, you know, heavier rums, Mm -hmm. or like the clear stuff, which doesn't really have a lot of flavor, like the Bacardi's and the Captain Morgan's. Uh, So this has got like the cleanness of a clear rum, but the flavor of a darker rum, and it's super delicious. Uh, They also have what's called a Spanish sherry, which is rum that's like aged, I guess, in like sherry barrels. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have a dark rum. They also have limited edition rums that they come out with all the time. Uh, but I thought we could play a little game. Okay. Uh, I'm sure, well, I know some people have played this with wine before. I have. But <laughs> it's where you do a little sniff test, a little taste test, and see if you can pick up all the notes. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have them in front of me, so I'm just going to sip <laughs> just for fun. Uh, but you're going to be tested in the earliest segment of game time we've ever done. Hey there, welcome to game time. <laughs> so uh, there's there's three, I guess, ways that you taste a liqueur or a rum or a wine. Uh, first, you start with the smell. Mm-hmm. So Let's there are there. Um, one, two, 
three, four, really five air aromas that you can get off the nose when you smell the rum. I'll do some sound effects. <laughs> That's Sarah's. <laughs> So tell us, Sarah, what do you what do you smell? Mm, okay, this is that's hard. Okay. It is hard, right? So vanilla. Yes, vanilla is one of them. So that's like sort of sweet smell that mm-hmm. you're getting out of it. Oh, some sort of citrus. Yes, it says citrus notes of grapefruit. That's two for two. What? Nice job. There's a couple more things in there. Some sort of wood. Yes, oak. Mm. fantastic you're getting a touch of oak the next one's sort sort of obvious i feel like that could make it more difficult for you but you would sort of expect it in his rum (laughs) because of where he's from right key lime yes key lime bam bam and there's one more that i would never get Is it some sort of flower? Um, no. 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 Mm. Uh, sugar. Close. It's almond. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you got what, four, right? You got mm-hmm. grapefruit, key lime, vanilla, oak. Four to five. That's pretty fantastic. I'm going to give you a round oh, of applause. Thank nice you. job. And <laughs> like, so I don't know if you've ever sniffed rum that intently before (laughs) but typically i think if you like if you smell alcohol before you drink it it almost puts you off but there's so many notes in here that it's you're like you like want to taste it now it smells delicious yeah okay so now obviously that we've smelled we have to move on to the taste so we're looking for one two three oh three four (laughs) four five five possible hints that you might get on your hints. palate so let's mm-hmm. let's have a taste mm-hmm. and then you tell me what you taste whoa stronger I fe- yeah i feel a yeah. burning in my belly yeah i feel i feel <laughs> i feel the warmth washing over me like i'm like i'm laying on the sand truly with a drink in my hand truly and rum in my belly it's smooth and then man you just feel that mm. so so cre- it says it has a creamy buttery taste it really does initially yeah. it mm-hmm. does that like it's almost like a like a popcorn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like kind of like honey a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, it's got vanilla in there. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's some fruits. Lemon? No, but orange. Okay. So citrus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it also has some layers of mango and pineapple. Oh wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. And it's I mean, it's pretty smooth. I didn't chill this or anything. So I feel like that's when you really get the true taste you know yeah. you're not watering it down uh and then it says it finishes smooth nutty and clean like it doesn't really leave an aftertaste on your palate it's just got like a like it almost feels sweet but not like sugary at exactly. all you know just like those those notes of sweetness so what nice do you think job. is it a winner heck yeah yeah i love yeah. it I've, if you have not purchased a bottle of this yet and you're listening to the show i really don't know what you're waiting for <laughs> because i can't say enough good things about it uh, this is probably our second bottle in 2021 so far. Mm. <laughs> Love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So thank you for taste testing with us. That's our first official uh, taste testing. Oh, Maybe that's wow. a game we'll play again. Yeah, that's definitely. Fun, right? And you can play along at home. Uh, so speaking of the new year, did you make any New Year's resolutions this year? So I literally have the same resolution every year, okay. and it is to stop touching my face. Touching your face? In yeah. what way? I feel like, okay, so if I'm thinking really hard, mm. I'm always touching my mouth, which okay. is terrible. Yeah, I play with my imaginary beard mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm always like fingers over the lips. Uh-huh. I don't understand why. And amidst a pandemic, you would think I'd broken this Right, habit. yeah. Not and you so have much. Not. I just wash my hands a lot more. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's safe. Uh, I've never noticed. Oh, well, good. Yeah, if that makes you feel any You're better. Very refined in your presence. <laughs> <laughs> Hands in your pockets. Yeah. That's funny. So I can help you. Okay. Um, Let's see. Maybe we can get like a can of coins or something. And every time you put your hands on your face, let's shake them. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. If Alyssa gasped every time I did it, you I, would it would be broken in a day. <laughs> I would never do it again. And she's a gasper. Oh, man. Yeah. Everything she likes to sound shocking. the alarm. Yeah. <laughs> She's always caught off guard. Um, 
<laughs> I made a resolution this year. I, f- I feel like the, the low-hanging fruit in the resolutions is to, like, eat healthier. So yes. I left that one on the table, okay? I'm 34 years old. I'll probably bleep that out. Uh, but but it's like, at this point, it's like, this is my body. You know, more or less 10 pounds, whatever. Mm. You know, like, let's just deal with it. Uh, but I'm trying to be more present Mm -hmm. because i'm a planner i think you're a planner as well Mm -hmm. uh and as you know when you're constantly planning i find like sometimes it's hard to live in the moment oh yeah because you're thinking about what's coming next for me the worst part is when you have all these expectations in your head and anything that derails it you're like "Uh, uh, uh, right and then you're even thinking about all the possible things that could derail Mm -hmm. it even if nothing actually happens so i'm trying to just be here yeah so here we are we're just podcasting and stuff um, I would say you are a planner, but I would not realize, you know what I yeah. mean? You just, you seem like you go with the flow. So maybe yeah. there's some internal, but that's like planned. The flow <laughs> is planned, you know, <laughs> like these are from the hours of two to four. Those are I can go bumpers. with the flow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I was kind of, so I was thinking about like what other popular resolutions. So starting a new hobby or learning a new skill is the fourth most popular promise that we make to ourselves Such every year. Such a good one. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you picked up any new skills this year? Picked up any new skills in 2021. Or like thought about it? Well, we recently went kayaking, so yep. maybe that might be a new 2021 it hobby. could be. Perfect segue, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Florida is a great place to pick up a new hobby. Uh, in fact, I can tell you from experience, and obviously you can tell us as well, so many things that I've tried on vacation and fell in love with turn into things I do on the regular. Definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. So today we're going to uh, set you guys up at home for a challenge and invite you to try some things that might turn into your new passion while you're here on vacation. We're even going to tell you where you can do them. But first, you know we got to take a quick break and freshen up these drinks. <laughs> okay, Garrett, it's time for bed. No, 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 no. Can you you tell me a story first? All right. One story and then it's nighty night for you. Do you remember the one about Meggie Locks and the three cocktails? Oh my gosh. I love this one. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Meggie Locks. She went for a walk on the beach. Pretty soon, she came upon a tiki bar. She sat down in the bar and immediately she was served three beautiful cocktails. Meggie Locks can never resist a free drink. She tasted the first one and realized the straw was plastic. No, plastic is terrible for the environment. I can't drink this. So, she tasted the second drink. Gross. The straw is all soggy and all I taste is paper. So, she tasted the last cocktail. Mmm, this hay straw is perfect. She said happily and enjoyed the rest of her delicious margarita. Well, Garrett, what's the moral of the story? (sighs) That when you use hay straws, all natural, 100%, biodegradable, gluten-free, and never soggy straws, you're actually doing your part to help take care of our planet. They can be tossed right in the compost bin after and will break down naturally and return to the circle That's right, big guy. Good night, Steph. Good night, Garrett. We can all sleep a little easier thanks to Haystraws. Visit Haystraws.com to find out more. There's pepper, everybody. Pepper in the studio. Uh, okay, so we're back. We're officially back. Thanks for still being here. Of course. Yeah. Where would I go? <laughs> right? I locked you in. <laughs> uh, so I figure uh, we'll kind of just go back and forth. We have sort of mapped out some of our favorite hobbies, some that we think you might like, and we'll just kind of do like a ping pong here, you know? Yes. And since we're both planners... We've got like a million backups, so we'll see what happens. So since you're the guest in the studio today, why don't you start? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. There you go. So when I think about things and hobbies that I like to do on vacation, I don't think that it's surprising to use stuff, but our listeners may not know this. Okay. 
Alyssa and I love anything adrenaline-y. I, yes, that I know. Oh, we are so in it to win it. So let me, I just have to derail us for a second. Mm-hmm. So Lulu and I have known you guys for a long time. And when I found out what adrenaline junkies you guys were, I was completely <laughs> floored. Like you think you know someone and then you find out that they're like stunt car drivers and you're like, I, I never would have guessed it. You know, like Sarah, let me paint a picture for you today. So Sarah's got her hair coiffed so nicely. She's got her pretty pink sweater on and she's like, I wish I was jumping out of a plane right yes. now. Right. <laughs> so, tell, so tell us. Yeah. <laughs> so what I wanted to recommend mm-hmm. and people may not realize this, but in Florida, you can hang glide. Yes. You that doesn't even glide. make sense to me. I know. Yeah. So the coolest thing, you're like, what cliff can you jump off of? Like, right. I don't. How understand. tall could this cliff possibly be? Right. There are no cliffs in Florida, uh-huh. if you didn't know this. Um, but what they do is they actually attach you to a small plane, and then they just take you on up in the air. <laughs> so you're like a human kite. You really are. Okay. Then they just let you loose. That's crazy. Yeah. So I think that that is an amazing hobby. Uh-huh. Eventually, when you do it enough times, you can do it by yourself. I mean, initially. Right, so you have to do it tandem at first. Correct. So you've done this. Yes. Okay, so walk us through where you go, what you need to know. I need to understand this. So I feel like initially it was only done kind of more towards uh inland florida so cluiston if you haven't heard of it before there's Mm -hmm. not a lot going on out there just the hang lighting pretty much and probably like a popeyes or something it's the last exactly it's the last (laughs) time i was out there it'll be the next time i go out there so but i feel like we just saw recently in estero that they're doing it right near coconut point mall oh well it's crazy well there are all those fields and stuff out there i guess that kind of makes sense yes wow so it's becoming more accessible Uh i'm pretty sure you could just look for it anywhere and what i would recommend is if you're going to do that or skydiving do it in the keys because that is quite the view right that's a good point because if you're doing it somewhere like obviously there's the thrill of doing it but if you're doing it somewhere with a view Mm -hmm. that's gotta be so cool oh it's amazing unless you're puking well (laughs) you'll just realize how amazing it is and you won't be doing it. right right okay so how do I phrase this? Like, is it scary? So I guess initially if you psych yourself out, but what you mm. should do is just be so th- exhilarated. Right. You know what I like mean? Like just let the adrenaline wash over you. Exactly. Do you know how fast you go? How high you go? So I remember being <sighs> in the hang glide and we were about 1,500 to 1,600 feet in the air. Wow. Yeah. And then you just, you know, depending on who you're with, you can have a nice slow ride down uh-huh. or they might do some spikes. I mean, Alyssa, wow. went, she knows dived a couple of times. Really? So, yeah. And then you get to do your landing, which is pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. How long are you up in the air? Um, I would say probably less than 10 minutes. Okay. So it's not crazy. Yeah. I mean, wow. skydiving too. It's kind of over in a blink of an eye. So. Right. So to speak. Um, <laughs> how much does something like this run you? Um, you know, hang gliding is a lot cheaper than skydiving, just okay, saying. So right. if you want to try to build your way up, um, I would say it's probably less than $300 to do. Okay, that's not terrible. Yeah. And that's like, it could either be that once in a lifetime thing, or I know people that have started skydiving, you get like addicted. Oh yeah. I know my cousin started skydiving years ago and now you can't get him back on the ground, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that counts as a hobby. Oh, yes. And then you build up, like, your hours, and then you can even become an instructor. That's what I'm saying. It's like a whole lifestyle. Exactly. Wow, impressive. Yes. Well, uh, I can't top that, (laughs) necessarily. Uh, Mine is a smidge more accessible. Okay. uh, But I think that it's something that you could also take to multiple levels or varying degrees of obsession. So I'm going to throw out photography. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. So uh, I think photography is interesting because over the years, it's sort of become so accessible that you're not even really thinking about it. You just pull out your phone and you take a picture. Maybe you edit it or you slap a filter on your selfie. But there's so much more to photography, you know, if you're being thoughtful about it. And uh, I can remember being on vacation and bringing like the disposable cameras, you know, oh, where you crank yes. it you know, and you kind of look out the blurry little viewfinder, especially like the underwater ones. You don't even know what you're going to get exactly. on the other side of it, you know, which is a little bit thrilling. The photo lottery for sure. <laughs> right. But you might only get one or two that come out. Uh, but still, you know, I think coming from that era anyway, it helps you appreciate 
photography a little bit more. But that doesn't mean if you're a millennial and you're listening that we can't get you to up your photography game a little bit. So first, let's talk about subject matter. I think there's two ways you can approach photography or videography while you're on vacation. You can either take it to like an artistic side or you can be more of a documentarian where you're like, all right, everybody get together. We're going to take a picture. And you kind of just, you're like, this is my family in front of Cinderella's <laughs> castle. This is my family at an all you can eat crab fest. And you know uh, that, which is fine, but you can still do that even better. So it's up to you what you want to explore. And of course, both are valuable in their own way. I think it's important to talk about equipment. Okay. Right. People, like to say that equipment doesn't matter and that's true to a point but you can also totally unwrap or unravel new horizons uh or depths so to speak so <laughs> let's talk about some cameras you can bring on vacation i think if you're coming on a vacation to florida and it's in your budget get yourself a gopro oh right yes yeah. Oh my gosh, you have such good and fun stuff. Just us swimming in the water. Right. <laughs> you can it's like throw so the cameras to each other. Uh, you know, they're they can be so abused. Like I, <laughs> I'm pretty gentle on my stuff, but of course, with something that small, you, you like drop it or you know throw it in the sand. And they're like completely indestructible. I've had this is the eighth one I've had, and I've never had an issue outside of the battery life, which sucks. But we, you know. Do your research before you buy one. Uh, but yeah, especially if you're going on like a water trip, like snorkeling or a water park, or you have maybe a kid with tiny hands that you don't want to hand your phone to. Uh, a GoPro is awesome and you can get all sorts of gear. So like if you're going jet skiing, a lot of them will have mounts in there mm -hmm. or you can get like chest straps or helmets. They have a ton of cool accessories. Um, of course, you have your DSLRs or camcorders. I think if you're going on vacation, you don't already have one. Don't get one just for vacation because it's just another thing to lug around with you all day. And then if you don't know how to use it, all your pictures are going to come out dark or blown out and you're going to be disappointed. Uh, but if you do have one, just get yourself a nice comfy backpack. Uh, another one. Drones. Hello, it's 2021. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that drones are going to be delivering me my cocktail soon. As soon as yes. Alyssa finishes the prototype. Um, I think if you're not brave enough... To go hang gliding, you can still get <laughs> that bird's eye view of your location. It's almost like playing a video game. And there's obviously varying degrees of um, professionalism that you can get in the equipment, but a huge drone lover. Uh, and then, of course, there's just your phone. I put down iPhone because that's what I have. Uh, but most good smartphone cameras are going to take a really great picture and it's right in your pocket. You're already comfortable with it. Really easy to share. So don't snub your phone camera. Oh, you know, I mean, I, I don't think I use, I mean, what I'm going to say is I don't think I don't use it every single day. Oh my gosh. Probably yeah. averaging once an hour. Totally. I, I think most, most of the pictures that we post online are taken from phones. A lot of the video, even that we post to our YouTube channel, we actually take with a phone. So don't feel like you need to spend a ton of money on equipment. Your phone's cool too. But if you got a little extra money, you should get a GoPro. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I, before we move on, I just want to talk about some best places to go. If you're like, I'm going on a trip or maybe you already live in Florida and you're like, where's some cool photo ops. So I wrote down my five favorite spots to take pictures. I think number one, if you're trying to step up like your artsy game, go to Miami beach. Mm. The city has the highest concentration of art deco buildings in the world. And they are actively preserved to prevent the area from being turned into a nightmare of condos. It's literally like time traveling back to the 30s and 40s without the neon and the dramatic colors and shapes. You can just walk around and like take cool architectural photography. You're also going to see a lot of characters while you're there. Some will be clothed, <laughs> some will not. Uh, so there's no short shortage of subject matter on Miami Beach. Have you been? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was just about to say shout out to the palace. Yeah. Love the drag queens. There it's you amazing. go. Yeah. You can take pictures of drag queens. That'd be fun, too. Yes. And they're usually not shy. No. I don't I want to profile, I, but. Yeah. I think yeah. I have one like with them in my lap. So. <laughs> I, mean, I could totally see that. Yes. Welcoming committee. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Come um, also, the Florida Keys. Uh, we love stopping along the Keys, but I think the best stops for pictures uh, especially if you're getting in the water, John Pennekamp Coral Reef State Park. That's where you see that picture of like the underwater. Like it looks like, I think it's called the Christ. 
I could be wrong, but some type of Jesus-esque oh, yeah. character, uh-huh. right? That's where you can get a picture of that guy. Uh, in Isla Morada, Betsy the Lobster. She's actually the most photographed thing in the Florida Keys. Uh, Marathon, if you want to try to take pictures of animals, you have the Wild Bird Center, the Sea Turtle Hospital, the Dolphin Research Center, and Aquarium Encounter. So you can actually go swimming with dolphins and sharks, and there's touch tanks, so you can get a lot of cool pictures there. Uh, Also, uh, in the Lower Keys, you have Big Pine with the Key Deer, and then if you do get a drone, go out to Bihia Honda. You can get really cool shots of the old bridges that are down there, Mm -hmm. uh, and all the beautiful it's just like crystal clear blue water and seeing it from the ground and from the bridge is beautiful but once you get the drone up there it's like (laughs) another world uh and then of course anywhere you go in disney world or the everglades there's going to be a lot that you can just spend time sort of meandering and getting cool pictures so if you are going to any of these places i challenge you don't just like pull out the phone and haphazardly take pictures. Look for those things that maybe you wouldn't see if you weren't really paying a little extra attention. Maybe get up close. Maybe get really far. Experiment. Both you and the producer are mm-hmm. so good. She's way better than me. Finding those gems right? like you would never imagine. You know what the trick is? And this is maybe a metaphor for this new year. Just change your perspective. Yeah. You know, like we all we're used to like just standing the way that we stand and pulling out our phone and taking a picture. But maybe get really low on the ground. Maybe stand up high on something. Maybe zoom in real tight or pan out real far. Like just change. Just change it up a little bit. Exactly. Right. So there you go. That was my number one. Well, I love it. And you know what? It makes me think about Instagrammable moments like you're mentioning. And then, you know, some people, their hobbies happen to be. Self-care. Yes. I love that. So let's tie the two together. Okay. Something that you can do to pick up some sort of therapeutic self-care hobby would Mm -hmm. be possibly riding horses on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. It's just... (laughs) The pillar really hit me in the back of the throat. (laughs) Yeah, so riding horses on the beach. I've never ridden horses on the beach specifically well it's like literally a dream of Alyssa's, so i haven't made it happen but i've done the research well i hope she's not listening because you're gonna give it all away she knows she knows (laughs) it's coming someday and horseback riding in general i've done it in a few different states it's just it's cool they're very majestic if you've never done it i think it's sort of so the first time i did it i thought it was gonna be lame because it's like i don't know it feels like clunky like archaic Mm -hmm, you know what i mean mm -hmm. but it's actually so much fun yeah and you get to know your horse and you're like buddies and it's just your buddy carrying you around you know and you i love us have something to prove because they say horses can really like tell who, uh-huh. who they're dealing with right and so if y'all get along it's just like i'm cool all right he likes me <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool so you can try this out at let's see here up and down the coast of florida like bradenton which mm-hmm. isn't too far from here west palm jupiter and amelia island so i think we really yes. want to take advantage of amelia island and yeah over there. we were just talking about amelia island the producer sent me a picture of it today the beach looks gorgeous right it's like clear bright blue like sometimes you see beaches in florida and you think it's you're like in the caribbean somewhere on some island but you're really you're still here Mm -hmm. in the u.s of a i love that i have self-care too okay on my list i love that see we're in sync yeah we are in sync uh because i think you should make self-care a hobby yes you know what i mean and sometimes it can be as complex as treating yourself mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to go horseback riding on the beach. <laughs> but sometimes, it, you know, it can be something simple. So I wrote down a few things. I personally love going to the spa. Uh-huh. You, spa days. Spa days are my fave. Uh, they're obviously, you're going to, it's going to be a treat yourself moment. You're going to spend a little bit more money. Uh, but we, one of our favorite spas is actually in the area. The Naples Grand Spa. Have you been? Oh, yes. Yeah. So this spa, I learned doing a little more research about it today. It's actually managed by a company that has a very famous spa out in California. And they put elements of like, what's the word? I should have written it down. But it's it's sort of like, I guess, Asian meditative inspired yes, elements, zen. right? Yeah, super zen. Mm-hmm. So they have a meditation garden mm-hmm. there where you kind of like walk this 
path that you don't really know where you're going to end up. But the point is that you just don't care. You just relax <laughs> for a second. You're on the path to relaxation. Exactly. <laughs> I wish I had a gong sound, you know, like a crystal bowl. Um, and then, of course, nothing says self-care like indulging in a, a massage, right? Mm. And just freaking relaxing. Uh, also, the breakers in West Palm where you could also horseback ride, you mm-hmm. said, uh, they have a treatment that you have to try. It's called the moonlight massage. Tell me This more. is extra treat yourself because it's only offered on nights where there's full moons. <gasps> so you have to plan this. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, it's a 90 minute massage set in the spa's oceanfront sanctuary, a 400 foot oceanfront facility with outdoor treatment areas and your own private shower. So you can rinse yourself off before and, and after the moon, the moon, the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it moon. Uh, the treatment starts at sunset and continues as the moon rises over the ocean in the night sky. Talk about hitting the reset button, right? <laughs> <laughs> Until you check your credit Cleanse card balance yourself. after. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of things on the cheaper side. Which I've never been, and I was while I was researching this, I was like, maybe this weekend. Uh, you know the warm mineral springs are just north of us? No. So, okay. <clears throat> Every spring, you know, we talk about the springs a lot. Every spring, except this one in the state of Florida, is a nice 72 degrees? Yes, 72 very degrees, right? chilly. Yeah. They're all, you know, coming from the same aquifers. They all go out into the ocean and the Gulf, except... This one, it's actually a warm mineral spring. So it stays a warm temperature all year long. So all year round, it's a consistent average temperature of 85 degrees. Uh, Depending on who you ask, like historically, it says that there are uh, like health properties, you know, like for you. That is not something that we at the dip crew will confirm or deny, but people swear by going mm-hmm. there and just relaxing and enjoying the mineral hot springs. Great to do this time of year because oh, yeah. it's cold outside. You can see the steam coming off the springs and it's $20 a person, which is not crazy. That's and then you can go awesome. and chill there all day. Uh, they also have spa services, places that you can like lay out and enjoy the sun. So that sounds pretty cool to take yeah. care of yourself. And then of course, just simple like beach walks, maybe do some morning yoga at the hotel. A lot of hotels are offering that stuff now. Oh, yeah. And I was going to, you know, when you're talking about all these nice resorts that you can just kind of indulge in, Mm -hmm. they give you all of these amenities. You know, they probably have their own private beach. So, like, soak it up, people. If you're spending the money, go to their private pool. Just, like, make the day of it. Yeah, and we posted about it earlier in the week, but sort of just, like, you know, planning for that downtime. You know, so many resorts, like you said, offer these amenities that you don't even have to pay for. Right. You just have to like maybe be there at a certain time and they're included in your stay. And I feel like we skip over them because we're just trying to rush off to the next thing. Yes. So self-care. Self-care, mm-hmm. y'all. Yes. <laughs> Is that the self-care horn? Yeah. All right. Very relaxing. Cool. So, yeah, so relaxing. Uh, so I feel like we did that one together. So you want to take the next one? Sure. Okay. Okay. So I have one that I wasn't sure if you were going to pick it up. So I have to say it because you're actually pivotal. Okay. To this hobby. Okay. And I truly have not picked it up. (laughs) Can you take a guess? Do you want to pick it up and you can't pick it up? Is that the deal? I enjoy it. Okay. I'm going to just say that there's an element to this where, you know, you can be a spectator Uh and you really can enjoy it and it's everywhere and you happen to be amazing at it. What is it, Steph? Is it karaoke? It's karaoke. (laughs) That's on my list too. (laughs) That's so funny. It's a great hobby. It is. Right? Most normal humans wouldn't consider karaoke to be a hobby. But I think at our peak, we were doing it like four or five nights a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So tell, tell us, Sarah, from the spectator's point of view, why karaoke is a great hobby. Okay, so I love it because, you know, there are there's just this group of strangers. Everybody's in a room together at opposite tables, whatever, stools, wherever you are. And then there's just this unifying factor where yes. everybody cheers each other on. Yes. And, I mean, you are quite the spectacle. Well, you know, I just do it really hard. You're gifted. Yeah. You are gifted. <laughs> I like to perform. I mean, even if it's not good, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes it's bad. And those are good. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I feel like sometimes when you go out for, maybe you find a bar that has live music, how often are you like, 
calling your mom and dad to tell them how great this live music is. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's those times where you're definitely amazed or impressed. But most of the time, it's not, like, going to blow your mind, you Mm -hmm. know? And karaoke is is similar. A lot of it is bad. Some of it is amazing. And you're like, wow, I can't believe these people are in this bar singing when they could be out, like, dropping albums. But like you said, the point is you're all together. There's, like, an energy in the room. And people start competing with each other it's awesome yeah you know i like to cheer people on and enjoy the moment um i don't think anybody needs to hear me sing (laughs) and i'm glad that we've moved past that but sarah if you could sing one song without any (laughs) like worry or care like do you just get up there and this is the song that you're putting in tonight I don't know. I mean, you know the one song I said. But our listeners don't know it. Okay, so I said it would be Share. Uh-huh. Do you believe? Yeah, that one. That one. Maybe tonight if we have enough of these Pilargos. You know, I, I think I would be more likely to be like up there and dancing next to you uh-huh. than actually singing. No, I get that. Yeah. Carrie, I think singing is a lot like dancing. Not everyone is just born great at it. Mm -hmm. But if you just keep doing it as hard as you can, (laughs) you might fool someone into thinking you're good at it, you know? Uh, So, yeah, that's how I feel about karaoke. But uh, as a karaoke aficionado, Mm -hmm. I like to tell people I'm semi-pro because I did win a contest once where I got a $25 gift card to the bowling alley. (laughs) That's my claim to fame. Uh, there's some pretty cool places to do karaoke if you're on vacation. So one of my favorites is at City Walk in Ooh. Universal Studios Orlando. There's a place called Rising Star. Have you okay. heard of it? I have not. Okay. It's great. Uh, it's like a huge double-decker club, you know. So they have a first floor, second floor, drinks, all, the whole nine. Uh, they They are not open all day like some of the other places. So this is specifically a night one and you'll want to check show times because they have a live band, like a huge live band. And you get to do karaoke with a live band. It is incredible. I absolutely loved it. I need to see Oh, it's it's great. And most of the singers are good. They have uh, they have a set list. So, like, the band is great at these songs. So, it's not, like, a huge, like, sometimes you go to karaoke and they've got, like, binders of songs. Uh, So, this is, you know, you have a smaller list of songs to choose from, but it's so much fun. Uh, The only downside, I would say, is you're probably only going to get to go in once if you're lucky because there's always a big crowd. Uh, So, don't be disappointed by that. Just plan for it. Uh, There's also a place called, she's here? Who's here? Alyssa? Mm -hmm. Sick. Where were we? Okay. Um, another great place to do karaoke uh, called, should we introduce you or no? Oh, we're on? Yeah, we're on. We're yeah, out. we're live. We're picking back <laughs> we up. Yeah. like a three, two, one. And well, because we're not coming back from a break. Oh, yeah. We oh just my God. Is that? Mid-sentence. Is that Alyssa's in the studio? Where did you come from? I just walked in. Can you hear me? <laughs> What is what a treat! What's up? We were talking about you earlier. Hi, my love. Yeah. Hey, sugar butt. <laughs> because we were talking about hang gliding, nice, and horseback riding. Oh yeah, and I said you know you've always wanted to do that on the beach. We'll make it happen. Definitely, I want to trot in the water. Yes, we'll just call you trots after trots. Me. Trots. <laughs> uh, but to back to so we're talking about karaoke mm-hmm. and how karaoke is a hobby. That's like or it can be. Favorite it's literally one of my favorite hobbies, uh, and some cool places that you could do it. So we talked about Rising Star. Also, another cool place to do karaoke, also in Orlando. Uh, it's a place called Kimonos. This is on the Walt Disney Resort at the Swan and Dolphin <laughs> Hotel, <laughs> which is technically not owned by Disney, but it's right in the Disney uh, Resort area. It's a Japanese sushi place. But at night, kimonos turns into Disney karaoke. Whoa. I like to turn every karaoke night into Disney karaoke. But if you're a normal person (laughs) and you would only do that in front of like-minded people, uh, you want to hit up kimonos. And then one of our favorite places to do karaoke is in Key West. Uh, I'll tell you why it's my favorite. One, it's at Rick's. Uh, It's at Rick's. Rick's is part of 
an adult entertainment complex where they have multiple things. They have like a frozen drink place. They have a tree bar. They have Dirty Harry's, which has one of our favorite bands, the Dirt Bags, that play every night. Uh, they also have uh, like a dance party up top on the second floor. And then they have Rick's. Oh, and they have pizza. Uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so at Rick's karaoke, it's some ratchet, like pop in, pop out karaoke. Like it's not the same, you know, it's not like a place where that's your destination for the night. Right. Uh, the front of it faces Duval. So Pete, you can sing. And as people are walking by on Duval, you get to like play around with them and interact with them. And it's open till four. That's awesome. Yeah. So you can Convenient. just go there. And yeah, super convenient. Any time of night, you can just walk in off Duval, put your name in for a song. Uh, if you want to get your name to the top of the list, pro tip, tip. Yep. Yeah. You just put that 10 or 20 in the bucket and voila, you're I next bet. in line. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're good service. to go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, karaoke. I love me. <laughs> Some karaoke. Um, wow. I have I have two more. <laughs> Okay, so should I do the next one? Because I guess sure, you technically yeah. threw that out, right? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. This is, I don't know how to turn back time. That's a share reference. Turn back time! Uh, but <laughs> this is, I mean, this is not nearly as exciting as karaoke, but snorkeling. Oh my yes. God. Right? Yes. That snorkeling is like one of my favorite things. Uh, it's a pretty inexpensive hobby to get into and i think vacations uh the great place or the best place to get your feet wet Uh huh uh huh uh the first place that i ever went snorkeling and i had lived in florida for years before that was at discovery cove in orlando have you guys ever been so jealous oh my gosh so awesome so discovery cove has what they call uh so people associate discovery cove with just the dolphin swim Right. And that is something that you can do there, but you don't even have to do that. And it's still a, a great day. So they have this huge man-made reef, which is just full of fish and stingrays. And there's like tiny little alcoves that have sharks and, and uh, what do you call them? Uh, eels mm. and lionfish. And it's just huge. And it's such a good time. And it's it's like temperature controlled. You know what I mean? So, like, the fish that would normally be at deeper depths are now within swimming distance. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, like, if you go snorkeling off, like, the coast of the beach, you're not going to see a ton of life, even if you're by, like, the coral reefs, you know? So, this, they bring all the fish to you. Mm, Super awesome. thrilling. Uh, and you get to pet the rays and stuff. Are you listening? Yeah. Alyssa? Yes. <laughs> buy your tickets hashtag florida resident discount uh so that's the first place i ever actually went snorkeling uh but if you're going to go in the wild you want to be in the florida keys uh i would recommend yeah definitely like try it out first especially if you're not a strong swimmer yeah you know scuba diving something you've always wanted to do this is something good to start out with yeah exactly and it's uh you don't need to be certified in any way like you would with scuba diving uh so it's a little bit more accessible but then after that if you love it just get your own stuff and you can go out all the time oh, you know we have it yeah yeah you know me and the producer will go out and uh she'll snorkel like just off the coast of the beach and i'll stand behind her with a bucket and she finds all the sickest shells exactly you know what i mean why didn't we bring a bucket I know. When we just went out. Because we weren't, because we were spontaneous. Yeah. You know, yeah. no planning went into it. Literally. And this is what happens when we don't plan. We don't have you buckets. Have a shell bucket in your car at all times. Oh, right. I'm sure that would smell great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think snorkeling is an easy one that you can have fun with. Even like if you have kiddos with you, you can give them snorkel masks and a swimming bowl and they'll probably have a good so time. So let's talk about it. You can snorkel with the manatees. Yes. Crystal River. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can snorkel with the sharks. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? You can snorkel with the alligators. Can you? If you're daring enough. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. That's true. You can snorkel with there just she about is anything. With, the with corpses. But also you can do um scallops. Like <gasps> That's right. That's something that I really want to do. Yes. We just mm. saw scallops on our we did. seashell excursion. We did. Lots. And then the key is lobstering. Yeah, you can go lobstering, spiny lobster, and you can bring them back with you and a lot of places will cook them up. 
It's so a lobster cool. season. Uh, yeah, super cool. I love snorkeling. Uh, do you want to go? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So what else? Um, okay. So I'm gonna go back to the adrenaline because that's okay. just where I'm comfortable. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to say that you definitely need to. Adrenaline is the hobby, okay? Okay, yeah. So you have to, you're in Florida, get on a boat, get on a jet ski. Yes. Get on something motor powered yes. and just go on the water. I love that. It is amazing. I love jet skiing. If you're too young, you may have to take a boater's license test. Yeah, I think it's 16 or over and you have to take 16 to 25? No, it's just if you're born after 1985. You have to take the test yes. after 1985. The test is easy. Yeah. It takes like take maybe 30 minutes. One eye closed. Literally. Uh, and then you are you get to go out on the water. So I think any time you can rent a watercraft, obviously a jet ski is the most thrilling, but you can also rent a boat or a pontoon. Yeah, You've I was going to say before. start with a pontoon. Yeah. It's easy so to manage. Easy. Yeah. You can take a big crew out with you. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you can get your sea captain on. And then that can turn into a little hobby uh, in and of itself. And then there's also the thrilling jet boat ride. Oh, yeah, like the cigarette boats. I've done that before. <laughs> That's what I call them. Are they not called cigarette boats? Why would they be called cigarette I thought they were just boats? called cigarette boats. Smoke I'm Googling it. Something. <laughs> if, if so, it's called that. Let's go back cigarette, so I cigarette boat. It goes, I, so I Googled cigarette, and then cigarettes was the next one, and then cigarette boat was the third one. Cigarette racing, world champion racing team. Go fast boat, cigarettes. They're called cigarette boats. So a jet boat ride is a little different than a speed boat. Okay. That's what I think you might be looking at. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Because so that's for like two people. is a little more round and just kind of durable because they're kind of spinning all around and doing fun stuff. Right. Yeah, like they're going like... 40 miles an hour down on the water. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like swoosh. And you do like a huge yes. 180 and the 360, 180. However many degrees. Yeah. How, yeah. <laughs> you, you do that in the water. Right. That sounds fun. I, I remember think... the guy asked me, he was like, whoever isn't afraid to get some G force <laughs> up to the front. And Alyssa, yes. Alyssa and I are like, G force. <laughs> Our hands are up in the air. Like, yes. See, that, you know, that was us. Wow, up that out of us. the water. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Wanna, there's one downtown if you guys want to do it. Really? <laughs> uh, yes. Where does it go out? Right in the waters downtown. Really close <laughs> The by. downtown waters. The downtown waters. <laughs> you literally go out of Tin City. Yeah, right by really? Tin City. Mm-hmm. I'll consider it. Ooh, I'll consider like, it. It's okay. Your knees are not going to be. Are my knees involved? <laughs> no. No? Okay. no knee involvement. <laughs> you know what else I've always wanted to try? It, the thing that you like hold on to underwater. It's like a, it's like a propeller that yes. you hold. It's like an underwater jet ski. Is that what mm-hmm. it's called? They're crazy. I don't know what they're called, but I want to try that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want th- more thrilling water activities. I love this idea, Sarah. <laughs> Exactly. You got to right. get the adrenaline is just like you're living. Yes. So. And the water, there's something uh, a little scary, but also a little safe about the water. Like what's the worst that could happen? You could drown. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, gosh, I have two more that I could do, but I feel like one we do all the time. So I'm just going to throw this out there. You can make a hobby out of researching. Is that a stretch? Am I reaching? <laughs> I'm reaching. You guys looked at me like I was I mean, crazy. You don't hear it often. Hear, hear me out, <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like before we started doing all this, whatever this is that we do, uh, we would like go on vacation. We would just like pick a destination. We would go and just sort of see what happened when we got there. And like that sets you up to be so disappointed mm-hmm. and waste so much time. So I feel like vacation in itself can be a hobby. And yes. if you're doing it right, you want to research before you get there. Like, know all the things that you want to do. Look into all the weird, like, horseback riding, hang gliding, jet ski, fishing, whatever the hell that there is to do. Research it. Know the right places to be and have a better time. Yeah. And I mean, going along with the research, if you've got a picky eater on your hands. Yes, Alyssa. Oh, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> 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 But in my life. Mm-hmm. It's also fun to do, like, you know, if you're in uh, Panama City, you should definitely go for, like, there's this place called 
Dat Cajun Place Cafe. Dat Cajun Place. Yeah. Cafe. So you know, you, you just gotta be one of the locals. You gotta oh like my gosh. try the I fun stuff. I love being a local. That could be a hobby for me. Right. So if no. you do the research, you mesh with where you're going. Yes, I love that. That's it. That's what I had. Do you have a final thought? A final hobby? <laughs> okay, so I, I have one. Okay. It's very, I feel like people think of this when they think of Florida. If okay. not thinking of the beach. Okay. Golfing. Golfing, yes. So, you get to be, you know, a little studious, pinky out, mm-hmm. you know. Break out the- your nicest cardigan or what are they? Like right. pullover? Drink carts that go That's around. true. But that's Any sport you can play say. wasted, I'm into. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, first of all, these golf courses, the majority of them in Florida are so picturesque. Mm-hmm. I really love being out in nature. And then, of course, I'm like a professional golf cart driver right. <laughs> and drinker. So, yes. I don't know. What is this? That's the rum that we were tasting. You should. He- I did really well. She did really well. Four to I, five. I could smell all yep. the essences. You she had could. four shots. No. Yes. <laughs> Getting me in trouble. She had one. It was barely more than that in there. <laughs> Better be. Just yeah. kidding. Smell <laughs> it. Like, you smell, let me smell out. Mm-hmm. See if you can. Oh. What can you smell? Isn't it nice? Coconut, maybe? No. I'm bad at this. Papaya. Papaya. Dragon fruit. This is fruit. (laughs) (laughs) The train's coming off the tracks. Have you guys been to Top Golf? Yes. Love Top Golf. I wish there was one here. Because it's in freaking Orlando. Oh, well, wait, what we have? What's it called here? Top? What's it called? The ti- the Tiger Woods one. But you yeah, know what? Pop stroke. Pop stroke. It's like mini Put, golf. Putt putt is different. Amped yeah. up. It is amped up. I get that. We're amped up. Yes, we but are. Yeah. If you're amped up, then why haven't you gone to? Tiger That's true. Woods it's far. Too? I'll go though. It's I in would go. Fort Myers. That's far. Do you know where I live? Yes, I'm That's here far. right now. Yeah. Steph. <laughs> We're in the studio. We're in the studio. Oh. I li- I literally live in the studio. Uh, so yeah, golf school, you can do it all year round and then you can do like do hardcore golfing here at like the best PGA golf courses. And then you can go back home to Podunk or wherever you're from, you know, Podunk, (laughs) Missouri. They offer snow discounts, 50% off. Is that true? Well, it never snows. So there's never. Uh, (laughs) So if you had a place, you could put that sign up and people will be like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I feel like golfing, you know, it takes skill. Mm -hmm. It's a really good, you know, socializing situation. Right. The country club is great to hang out at afterwards. So, you know, it's like opera, but golfing. Exactly. I love that. That's perfect. Uh, the natives are getting restless around here. I think Cricket wants some of his greenies. So, uh, all right. Thank you for tuning in to Just a Podcast in Paradise. We're so happy that you hung out with us today. We would love it if you would subscribe so you don't miss an episode and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to work hard to make your next Florida vacation the most memorable trip you've ever had. You can also follow us on Instagram at Just Take a Dip for daily updates on what's happening around Florida. And check out our YouTube channel, Just a Day in Paradise. For destination ideas, restaurant reviews, unboxing things you might want to take on your next trip, and copycat recipes from some of your favorite places in paradise. We're wishing you a little bit of sunshine wherever you are, and we hope to see you in paradise soon. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. 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 Five stars. Five stars. Five, 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 five. Cricky says adios. Me gusta, my friends. Cinco? Cinco stars. Cinco stars.